0: You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has value! we get together, have a few laughs.
1: The United States spends over $87 billion conducting a war in Iraq, while the United Nations estimates that for less than half that amount, we could provide clean water, adequate diets, sanitation services, and basic education to every person on the planet. And We Wonder Why Terrorists Attack Us. Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. It's an excellent book we've talked about before. I recommend you go
0: buy it right now and read it. Welcome to Iowa Talk Guys Podcast. I am your host, TP. I'm sitting here with Theo. I'm your host, Theo. And we've talked about that book many times. Uh, Some weird shit's going on out in the shack here today. As we start recording this, the uh, fluorescent light bulb above our head just started swinging for no reason. Unused. Must be Klaus Schwab and his buddies don't want us (laughs) talking about what we're about to talk to you today.
1: It must be. It must be an omen. Or it's just the
0: fan that's not pointing at us. Probably. Yeah. But anyway, so... The reason I brought that up
1: is because the last line right there, a lot of people don't like being asked, and we wonder why terrorists attack us. Yeah, it's pretty inconvenient to ask, and I'm definitely not saying that any of the people that uh, commit acts of terrorism anywhere around the world are thinking rationally at that point. But let's think about a country like a nation, a government, a people like Iran. Okay. You know, you know why would they? Why would they not like us? Oh, I don't know. Probably,
0: probably because the CIA, uh, you know, overthrew their government and put in the puppet, the Shah of Iran. Mossadegh was the president. I believe he was democratically elected. Everybody
1: loves democracy, right? Everybody loves democracy so much. Mostly, yeah. That's what we're doing
0: is trying to spread democracy, right? Oh,
1: by the CIA overthrowing a democratically elected.
0: Regime, whatever you want to call it. Right. Well, and then that led to the uh, Iran hostage situation. Decades right? later. Decades yeah. later. Well, the, the Shah of Iran was a, just a, a dictator, a Western puppet installed. Threw
1: people in jail. Yes, he was yeah. a
0: Western puppet that threw people in jail for free speech. And all the Iranians
1: knew that he was controlled by the U.S. government. It was most likely to defend an oil monopoly that BP had. And it was a Roosevelt that British, did it for the CIA.
0: British petroleum. Why would U.S. military be can, be protecting British petroleum? Well, that's oil that's U.S.
1: intelligence. Anyway, reported on June twenty eighth. Speaking of Iran, by Reuters, Parisa Hafizi and Guy Falcon, Falconbridge. Falconbridge. That's a neat name. I thought when I was prepping here. Okay. Falcon Bridge, isn't that pretty sweet? Sure. The first paragraph here, reported from Dubai and London, Iran, which holds the world's second largest gas reserves, has applied to join the BRICS group of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa that Beijing and Moscow cast as a powerful emerging market alternative to the West.
0: Right, we've talked about this before. I didn't know Bricks that, plus.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that the term was coined by a Goldman Sachs guy here. It says Oh, I didn't know that. Either. Jim O'Neill by a Goldman Sachs guy in 2001.
0: Now we know. Knowing is half the battle.
1: Well, he coined the term and it says here in 2009, according to this Reuters article, that they ha- is when the BRICS powers or BRICS summit, rather BRIC without S South Africa had their
0: first summit and mm-hmm. then South Africa joined in 2010. So it was coined in 2001 and then actually became a reality eight years later. That's interesting. Right. Well, and I like here what the Russian Foreign Minister spokeswoman Maria Zakorova said. While the White House was thinking about what else to turn off in the world, ban or spoil, Argentina and Iran applied to join the BRICS. So that's very interesting. That's. I, I've already said this before and we've said i've said it to you privately in conversations bricks plus bricks and bricks plus now it's bricks plus is going to be deemed as the new axis of evil that's an
1: interesting take, and I just wouldn't put it past the folks running the show out east
0: of where we're at right they're the they're going to become the new boogeyman, the new threat to American democracy, even though they have no threat they have threat to our currency. You know, yeah, that's the thing. Is it's all about
1: well, they're getting out of the dollar. I mean, we're going to talk Everywhere. about this more. Yes. Yeah, they're looking at ways to bail from the dollar. Every Talked country Talk about is. the the Putin Saudi prince meeting
0: yep. already. Yep. The phone call after the Biden. Yeah, the phone call the Biden after visit the the nap fest. <laughs> yeah, that probably wasn't taken all too seriously, unfortunately.
1: So. Yeah, the point here is that Iran has a lot to bring to the table, and they have people that are willing to work with them. They are applying to be in this
0: economic group with
1: them. Right. As opposed to treating them like they're just the bastard stepchild of the global stage.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even under Trump, remember when we smoked one of their generals in Iraq yeah. with a Predator drone? Yeah. And then showed his picture all over the internet. like Soleimani. This, yeah what we do to you boys but it's really messed up because we're we're worried about i guess we the people are not too much worried about this but the u.s government is afraid of iran having nuclear weapons that's why they've been stalling even though under the obama administration they allowed a lot of nuclear power deals to happen with iran and whatnot which hey why not Nuclear energy is really clean, good energy for your country. Yeah, provides
1: yeah. a lot of energy in a very
0: small footprint. Right, what, are, what they're all afraid incredibly of is incredibly safe. It, especially nowadays, yeah, we don't really have to worry about any Chernobyl. Like we've learned, okay, technology is advanced. Yes, believe it or not, very much. Look at your phone; it comes out, new ones come fo- out every freaking year. Better technology. You don't think that's happening in other industries? You're wrong. Right. Anyways. The US government's worried about Iran making nukes. When now with them partnering in BRICS, they'll be direct partners with countries that have nuke their ability. So once again, like I said, that these really are gonna be spun as the axis of evil. And then it said in that last article that Argentina was joining and then in July. Yeah.
1: Uh, the that, end of I, that's July, a, hold on, let's let's that's a really big deal. I mean, that's our hemisphere. First of all, we've already got Brazil. So they're a big, big player in the original brick. Huge. But they're isolated from the rest. Well. Argentina is another major foothold. And it's on that Atlantic coast of South America.
0: And Argentina has a very, very unique history with uh, partnering with European countries in the past. So it's kind of interesting that they're now going to partner with eastern countries i guess you would want to call it the east as you'd want to say yeah i mean yeah
1: i i don't have any malice towards. towards anybody really i think that the position of iowa talk guys tell me if i'm wrong i can officially say for us is that we uh vote for peace every absolutely. time absolutely, and every diplomacy time. and uh essentially no military action ever unless american soil is under threat
0: right which we really would want uh every avenue to be taken prior to that even happening and, but obviously if that happened and there was an invasion, yes then defend our homeland but N- nut up and get ready yeah yeah absolutely so so well, let's move on yeah Algeria's president said at the end of july that they they were interested in joining the BRICS group.
1: Right? Yeah, yes, Algeria. I uh, found this article. It was published by the Reuters staff on the last day of July, July thirty first. Uh, it's actually a really, really. I'll just read the whole thing because it's just a really. This, yeah, yeah, this is again, this is the Reuters staff. Credit to them in their commodity news section on July thirty first of this year. Algeria's president says interested in joining BRICS group. Algerian president Abdel Majdi, Majid Tebun said his country is interested in joining the BRICS group, telling a TV interviewer that Algeria largely, largely meets the conditions of joining the group. The BRICS group of nations comprises China, Russia, Brazil. That's it. We've already told you all that. Yep.
0: Um, Listen to our other shows if you want
1: Yeah, Br- Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So that's that's the gist of the article. So w- now we've got Algeria asking. We've got... It's particularly, and I've heard it referred to as uh, a new alliance of the South. All, uh, kind of. Predominantly, if you will. Okay. The Southern Hemisphere, right? Excluding Russia and China, obviously. Right. For obvious reasons. But think of especially if you read Confessions of an Economic Hitman.
0: Think of the United States history right in the Southern that's a Hemisphere. Good point. That is a very good point because they've been messing around there for the last 50, 60 years. Well, Post-World War II, really, yeah, for the, really, the most part. Really, almost a, yeah. Well, before that, years. even,
1: really. I mean, yeah, Spanish-American War, box. that's the Northern Hemisphere, right? But Well, no. Is the the Boxer Fili- Rebellions. The yeah. The Philippines in the... Northern or Southern? hemisphere? I mean, it's right there on the I, equator-ish. I'm right? pretty sure Northern. it's considered Southern. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, the United Correct States has wrong. done a lot of stuff over the past 150 years. Once again, we've talked about all of this. That people don't like. Yeah. And now they have people that are willing to do what seems to be far more genuine business than... Frankly, the United States has offered them for the past 150 years. Well,
0: we've talked before about Putin warning about you know this Western, uh, global, worldwide, I prefer to use the word, domination coming to an end here real soon. Sure. And this is very well the beginnings of it. Well, people have been talking about it for decades. Look at Ron Paul.
1: Economically, it's going to happen. All of the money that we're spending, all of the credit eventually
0: is gonna catch
1: malinvestment out. spread too thin mi- militarily you know think about this uh, something i'll just bring up real quick and i think i sent it to you it was gosh i need to get i can't i can't recall where i saw the article but you're good it was just about essentially how
0: the aircraft carrier is obsolete all right oh yeah uh because of the amount of rockets that could be launched at one time. And just <laughs> it absolutely doesn't
1: matter how good your, your defenses are if you're in the South China Sea and there are 10,000 rockets coming straight at your aircraft carrier.
0: Yeah, at least you'll die in the shade. How good are...
1: <laughs> yeah, they're very <they're> good. <laughs> the, I hope that that quote wasn't just from the really, really bad movie 300. I don't know. What are you talking about? What is that? <laughs> All right. ass. You have a really silly ass looking smile on your face right now, boy.
0: Well, at least I don't have mustard on my face, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Do I? Do I? I don't. You don't either. I don't All know. Right, do, you, do I? <laughs> Anyways. So, yes.
1: Let's, let's go. Hold on. We've only been through two, two of our little sources here yet. Now we, we already have India, Argentina, excuse me, Iran, Argentina, Algeria, Wanting to join bricks, Well, massive India was already a part of it. That's a, the I. A bricks. massive
0: economic union. Yeah. And China, I think China, they said, I mean, China's economy, that article said something about, let me pull it up here. Let me get to this real quick while you're
1: pulling it up. I looked up the some uh, world uh, trade organization, WTO. Cool. I, I must have been thinking about COVID because I wrote WHO on top of the page here. So I pulled up some World Trade Organization numbers on Algeria. You can laugh into the mic. It's okay. You're good. So Algeria has a a GDP of $144.3 billion. So not insignificant. No. Okay. It's all right. Unfortunate to them, they have a trade-in balance of negative $10.5 billion. Ooh. So that means that they are importing $10.5 billion more than they're exporting, essentially. I mean, roughly in
0: stupid Iowa
1: man's terms.
0: The well, layman island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cornfield
1: terms. Dirt. Dirt. What do you think that most of their exports consist of? Algeria. First of all, for our listeners, where is Algeria? North Africa. Yes. On the Mediterranean. Yep.
0: Tunisia. Food.
1: Tunisia and whatnot is up there. clothing, I'm I'm sure. It's a desert. Huh? It's a desert. They're right on the Mediterranean, though. Not a bunch of crops, so they're not growing a bunch of crops. Well, they screwed it up, then. Ninety-four billion in fuels and mining products interesting yes all right now that doesn't go without saying they you they do grow cane or or sugar essentially cane or beet sugar so they do grow sugar Mm, okay what do you think that's for though beet sugar uh probably for alcohol probably for alcohol for a fuel tank for that, yeah, good call. So, they are a fuel economy. I don't think that they're uh, in really, really invested in going that green.
0: Why would you be if that's your major export
1: and you're trying to develop your economy a lot? Right. Fourteen point one billion in petroleum gases. Twelve point seven two billion in crude oil 6.5 billion in other than crude so a lot of oil yeah a lot of oil who do they export to 53.3 percent the european union i would think that right now the european union would probably want to have algeria on their side
0: no, dude, they're going green. They're happy. Yeah, they're going green. They have the windmills. You
1: know what? So maybe uh, Russia or China. Well, Russia has a shitload of their own. So maybe India or China or Brazil, Brazil,
0: South Africa, those oil importers will, will want that. I Probably. I'm sure they can find a buyer. Hey, I, if ISIS can uh, take over Iraqi oil fields and make millions of dollars a day by doing it, I'm sure... Algeria will have no problem finding anybody to sell their energy to.
1: Yeah, and I would also imagine that since everybody has been cornered into using the U.S. dollar to buy oil, that they will be very interested in using currencies which will fluctuate and they can probably speculate on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it all works.
0: Well, maybe even the, you know, the ruble, which is pegged to gold now, which is going to be eventually become a more powerful currency.
1: We're going to be getting more to, uh, to that as well right actually let's um i'm gonna go ahead with i'm gonna go ahead with this one here
0: yeah okay
1: because it's more on the economic front aftab ahmed of reuters on august 3rd headline india expects 8 to 9 billion in trade with russia and sri lanka in two months so india continues to make economic moves toward Mm. russia who they already worked with prior to all the sanctions particularly militarily Mm, yes in the form of russia supplying them with as high technology as Russia is well, and also
0: export, I suppose. We all saw what just happened in Sri Lanka. I mean, their government collapsed. There was an actual insurrection where they stormed the building and ate the food of the president, Yeah, swam in his, swam pool, in his pool, shit in his bed, all that fun stuff, you know? So, Literally, it, it, who, India leaders, was sending
1: a ton of food to them.
0: And then the president's family members were being pulled out of their houses and beaten to death.
1: Right. Well, I don't know about that. I didn't actually see any reports on that, but we were talking about it. And it was getting bad. People, I know, rich people were getting beat in the streets, and it got bad. Yeah, yeah. So the first, and they said
0: the only thing that's going to save their economy was a bigger loan. Right? They needed somebody to bail them out.
1: Yeah, which which it was. It was all about IMF loans and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is the crux of the John Perkins book. That economic, that we, yeah, confessions, confessions of an econo- yes. economic hitman. Essentially, small developing nations like that can't pay back, repay back the loans. You know, yada yada. Basically, just enslaving them in debt. Big scam. Yeah, this, big scam. The second paragraph of this article from Reuters. We're pretty Reuters heavy today. The Reserve Bank of India last month allowed importers and exporters to pay in the partially convertible rupee. Hmm. A move widely seen as making trade with Russia and South Asian neighbors easier instead of relying on dollars. Once again, folks, the dollar has been, since 1946, the Bretton Woods Conference, we've talked about it, the reserve currency of the world, okay? Yep. Which means that pretty much everything is priced in dollars. Yes. And what it does is it offers an edge. We have experienced. Way cheaper gas prices than everybody else in the world. Nobody's feeling bad for us because of high gas prices. That's very true. Because we're just paying probably less than what most of them have been paying for
0: their entire lives. Yeah. They're paying by the liter. Yeah. And it's not good.
1: So, you know, know, five five euros a liter. Okay. That's 10 something a gallon.
0: Yeah. Ish. I don't think you'd be very happy about that. No,
1: you wouldn't be happy. So nobody's feeling bad for us. But nobody's that's what I love about Americans,
0: though, because we burned down freaking buildings over that. What? $10 gas prices. Let's <laughs> do, we? do it. It would happen. Look what happened just a couple of years ago over some up in Minnesota, right? Places got burned down.
1: So I guess the, uh, the sort of trend of what we're talking about here is that we're, we're rather easily driving people into the hands of Russia and China, Uh, in my my, opinion.
0: Yeah. People's opinions, uh, leaders of countries, absolutely. I mean, we have been for a long time, especially in the information age where people can literally go online and learn about all this stuff that we've been involved in. There's former government agents um, that have written books about the stuff. I mean, a lot of the stuff that's been going on since the 60s and 50s and 60s is coming out now.
1: Sure. Programs. MK Ultra, Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Which were... Operation
0: Paperclip. All that stuff. It's all true. Yeah, India's imports from Russia, mainly crude oil, jumped nearly five times to more than $15 billion between the end of July and February.
1: So they're getting a lot of
0: cheap oil now. They are liking
1: it, folks. The sanctions are oh, working yeah. out
0: very well for them. Yeah, and it's really hurting Europe, and <laughs> it's very... Very no, well, kinda, they're,
1: they're hurting themselves, and so
0: the U.S. and Europe. Yeah, that's what I am saying. It's it's not hurting these countries that they're trying to actually. The sanctions are imposed on. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Another point, in addition to the the last point of you know driving other people into you know China and Russia's arms, that yeah. I'd like to make. Yeah. Is that they start using other currencies, and the dollar loses favor, and all of those dollars come home and we can buy less and less with them and the currency collapses yeah that's when we really need to worry about dictatorship coming that's when we really need to worry about government clamping down
0: we're really gonna have to worry about a lot of stuff then yeah so well moving on with that you know when you talk about all these countries being pushed into BRICS's arms, Russia and China's arms essentially and, and stuff and and how the world, uh, the US just continues to provoke situations like they have been in Iran. We've spoke about before on the show with the arms and stuff and everything and you know Nancy Pelosi was getting ready or she went and took that trip to Taiwan. Yeah. She mm-hmm.
1: she went over there to Taiwan
0: after China told her not to. Well, you dumb
1: bitch i don't know how all that diplomatic bs works it was all
0: a bunch of it was a really a show dog a pony show i thought one thing
1: i will say having listened to glenn beck on the matter yeah he said that there should have never been an announcement that nancy pelosi was going to taiwan just go there and then deal with it afterwards because you know that you're just provoking taiwan at that point Is what this is all according to what I heard Glenn Beck say on his show.
0: I would say, especially if it was a security issue, like they claimed it was, because they brought in a bunch of ships all over, get closer to the area just in case, then yeah, that would make more sense. Ran military drills, mm hmm, and not even said anything about her being there until after it was over, after she had already left. That would make a lot more sense to me.
1: Second good point that I thought he made was that who is Nancy Pelosi to go on foreign trips like that anyway in the first place? She's the speaker of the house.
0: What yeah, why would she need to go make that trip? Shouldn't that be something like the president or vice president should be making? I just
1: think it's a good point. I don't How many? In, in recent stuff that I've seen from drunk Nancy lately, which hey, by the way. These two dudes that you're listening to in this freaking pole barn shed shop Yee. in the middle of nowhere in Iowa, we've tied one on and made asses out of ourselves more than once, okay?
0: We've done it. We're human.
1: Odds are, I'm not trying to cut you short at all here, TV, but odds are neither of us are going to be Speaker of the House. I, I mm. just, I'm just thinking that that's not in I think hour. you're pretty
0: spot on with that. I wouldn't want that job anyway.
1: She has sounded good. Incredibly drunk lately. I just thought
0: of all sorts of nasty stuff to say, but I. Just, she <laughs> what has gentleman. sounded drunker
1: than piss lately.
0: It kind of reminds me of that Cheech and Chong film <laughs> when they get arrested. Yeah, he needs a drink, man, and he gives him that water that judges drink of water, and he spits. Fucking vodka, man. Yeah, that's Nancy.
1: Well, judging from her husband's recent performance. They might be getting smashed up there at the Pelosi house, and I'm not one to judge. I'm just um, I'm just got a lot more responsibilities than I do, folks.
0: And uh, Maybe it's all that expensive ice cream. Does, it's got some, like, <laughs> chamomile tea in it, dude. It just <laughs> makes you messed up, right? What, some San Fran hippie stuff? I yeah, well, remember during the COVID lockdowns when she was showing videos of all of her ice cream in her freaking fridge that was more expensive than most people's cars? Like the hippies
1: out in San Francisco do. They have tons of ice cream in their fridge. She's showing up a lot, and she showed up the other night on James Corden's
0: show from her kitchen. Now, after claiming that the president is not concerned about the working people during the coronavirus outbreak, she revealed her key, Laura, to surviving the quarantine. Chocolate. Really? Chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate, candy... Oh, wow.
1: And... Oh, my... Wow.
0: The other people in our family look for some other flavours, but chocolate, and then we have some other chocolate here. <laughs> My God, you've heard of California closets. That's the California closets of freezers. Did you see that sucker? She's talking about
1: protecting the working man. She's got those Jenny uh, uh, gourmet ice creams. Those babies go for $13 a tub. Don't tell me about being the working man.
0: (laughs) Come on, Paul Pelosi. He did pretty well. Okay, he does pretty well. They're they're doing fine, Raymond, in the confines of Napa Valley, Sonoma Valley, Pacific Heights. They're all fine there. Anyway, so yeah, so Nancy went made this trip, so Ru- Russia said that they i 'm sorry, I interrupted no, no go ahead go ahead well
1: R- Russia flat out and i 'm sure most people have heard this already said that they backed China over the provocative in, yes. in fact here here's here are two headlines from one from reuters eight two August second by once again guy Falconbridge, Russia backed China over provocative Pelosi visit to Taiwan. The second headline from Fortune.com Nicholas Gordon on August 3rd. Russia backs Beijing on Nancy Pelosi's Taiwan visit, drawing the two countries closer together on issues like Ukraine. So Taiwan and Ukraine, guess what? We're not just driving other people closer to Russia and China. Russia and China hasn't always had the most trusting relationship but guess what we're driving them closer to each other too it would appear
0: yeah and that's bad news for for the united states and here right on the heels of that literally a day later the nato chief warns putin the whole alliance will react if he invades a nato nation and says ukraine war is quote the most dangerous situation in europe since world war 2 and he may not be wrong folks this is a very, very powder keggery situation, if you want to call it that. I don't
1: doubt that at all. All I'm saying is, is that as evil as leaders and autocrats and bureaucrats and military folks and yada, yada, yada are all over the world, ours are just as evil, maybe. Oh, yeah. But they're more powerful. They're more powerful. Well, for the time being, they th- they're powerful in their own way, dude. They're more power hungry, it seems. I mean, I don't know. They're all those leader folks are power hungry. I think they're
0: just narcissists. They extreme narcissists. Yeah.
1: We are their cannon fodder. We
0: are their I, we are. This is a game to them to come up and get in front of the cameras and do their dog and pony show and, and deceive the whole. I mean, that's probably how they get off, dude. Deceiving the entire nation, they think it's funny.
1: Well, they think that we Why are their are
0: livestock. And a lo- I'm, I hate to say it, but a lot of
1: people behave like livestock a lot of the time.
0: Unfortunately, there are quite a few out there. But in the information age, ignorance is a choice. No,
1: I mean, ignorance is always a choice, but it's like a very serious choice now, right? It's a very... It's a very... Well, it's a choice that... Uh, I mean, the truth is out there, right?
0: Yep. hang in there. The truth is out there.
1: This brings us to... Uh, Another really good one that's tied in here regarding Turkey. Yep. Didn't you hey T P didn't you just say were you finished with that? Is that good? I or? was, yeah, yeah. So so NATO's gonna respond in a completely unified fashion, huh? That's
0: what they said. The whole alliance will react. That was the chief of NATO. That was NATO's chief. Yeah, what was his name? Hold on.
1: Turnface McGurgskin? Something European like that?
0: Uh, His name was Secretary General Jens Stolenberg reaffirms NATO's opposition to Putin.
1: Hey, I would feel so privileged if we had listeners in Europe, so I didn't mean it offensively,
0: but hey. If you're in Europe, thanks for listening. If
1: you're in Europe, thanks for listening, and I want you to know that one of the reasons that we are here doing what we're doing today is because we're literally trying to bring a message of liberty and freedom to the entire freaking world.
0: Yeah. And let let everybody know.
1: And it seems right now like the U.S. is kind of the base. Tell us if we're wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. So Turkey's Erdogan meets Putin in Sochi. Three ships carrying grain leave Ukrainian ports. That is a headline from Karen Gilchrist. CNBC.com on... August 5th. August 5th. It's pretty big news, folks, because there's one member of NATO. We just heard what the NATO chief said.
0: Yeah. So... So how strong is NATO's alliance really in reality then? Well, Turkey seems to give a
1: lot of people trouble. In fact, I was watching a YouTube video today on a YouTube channel called The Duran. I mean, just in case you want to check yeah. it out, it's just somewhere I get information, which gives me you know, a lot of other areas to branch out into and read about and and whatnot
0: another good source of information is uh, dave smith's podcast part of the problem i would check that out okay that's, that's some really good good info no affiliations whatsoever folks None. just giving a shout out
1: but according to them turkey and russia have a, a very tumultuous relationship as well in fact they've got some some sort of proxy skirmish Interests going on right now, I believe Azerbaijan and uh, Armenia are going at it a little bit, like
0: the border dispute crap. They've been, I can't remember. I don't know.
1: I know that Turkey is on the Black Sea. Which guess what? The north coast for for now, part of the north coast for now of the Black Sea is is Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Well, and I, Russia, so yeah, with Crimea,
1: yeah. So it sounds like, and then Russia, all prior to that as well. So it it sounds like, according to them, that even though Putin and Russia are more powerful and larger, obviously, that Turkey, once again, I mean, goodness, how how different would it be? It's been the same way for thousands of years. When you're right in the middle, like on the the when you are on the Asia euro asia highway for thousands of years you have
0: a say in shit and yeah you gotta play the game the right way <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. continue to survive they, the way
1: into the black sea is right through their country so they have control of a lot because the straight yes the straight into the black sea guess what it goes through istanbul mm-hmm. constantinople in an ancient yeah they
0: name. they've controlled that for a long time yeah that's so, controlled a lot of world powers for trade,
1: but they so they even though they have differences and yada yada yada, right. sounds like they still get together and they talk about stuff. And it happened recently, weird. in Sochi.
0: Weird, so, weird, 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 weird.
1: What were some other highlights of that article? Well, shipments of grain, three shipments of grain. Oh yeah, left Ukraine, and guess what? The Russians haven't stopped them not like the russians are
0: stopping food like they're telling us that
1: it's it's, they're telling us that i don't think that it's happening
0: no because the russians got to eat too well well this is and they want to keep their allies well this is
1: yeah sending at least ukrainian grain exporting it to other parts of the world that are going to need it you know it's this is yeah i like bread crazy man
0: crazy so it is crazy And another crazy thing going off of that, you know, with all these issues going on in the world, uh, Australia faces threats of high-intensity conflict with China, experts warn.
1: Yeah, I found this one on um, news.com.
0: Australia. Australia, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Australia has been putting. There's some news outlets that's been putting out some good news lately. Yeah, they. I say don't know if it's super propaganda, like, like but
1: Sky Sky News. Sky like I news, think it's yeah. part of that like Rupert Murdoch connection. I yeah. think Sky is the Rupert. So Fox News and New York mm-hmm. Post. Interesting. Um. So yeah, they've got that. So they're not afraid to particularly make fun of, you know, Democrat administrations and whatnot. But yeah, so. Australia faces real threat of high-intensity conflict with China, experts warn. Well, first of all, experts
0: warn, okay? Experts. J- they, they've been wrong in the past. Yeah. But here's something interesting about that that I have to add. I know in 2012, the Marine Corps started changing its operations up to start sending de- quote-unquote deployments, Marine Expeditionary Units, to Australia to do training exercises with the Australians. That was back that was 10 years ago.
1: I remember hearing about this.
0: Yes, and they started focusing and then slowly but surely over the years the Marine Corps started getting rid of their Abram tanks, started focusing on the island hopping campaigns and stuff. I remember reading China about sea. this
1: how they completely got rid of their tanks. You know, and mm-hmm. in fact it's funny, I was talking to another buddy who was a Marine and he w- was kind of blasted by that. But I said what all you have to do is just Send them to Fort Sill again if you ever need tanks, right? Yeah, they'll adapt or and not learn. Fort Sill, but wherever the heck they do tanks. The Marine
0: Corps didn't get rid of all that knowledge. though. Sure, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it was pretty silly because they're such a devastating weapon, but they their focus is on island hopping, island hopping, in, yeah, in the South China Sea. Yeah, so sir, I find it, it very de- interesting. Uh, I'm sorry, Australia is hyping up their uh, their alertness. Um, it says here, Australian National. Australian National University Emirates Professor of Strategic Studies, Paul Dibb, said that at four years flat, the government went from being confident ten years or more of warning time of major threat to recognition that warning time was over and finished. We now face the probability of high-intensity conflict in our own immediate strategic environment, Professor Dibb. A former director of defense intelligence organization of the former deputy secretary for strategy and intelligence in the Department of Defense added. Crikey. That's a lot, mate. I don't know about that, mate. Let's be frank. It's a code name for sitting country to a distant north is what he added. Within the last 72 hours, Beijing fired a missile for the first time ever. Directly over the democratic island nation of 24 million people, which was Taiwan, right? There's videos all over Twitter of this happening, that rocket being fired, all because of Nancy, old Nancy, drunk Nancy. Yeah, way to go, Nance, screwing it up again. I just just another thing I like about Nancy, you know, is she totally uh, Dave Chappelle must be some type of uh, predictionist some type of profit because when she she was asked on live television you know if her husband profited from any insider information that she gave him she was all like absolutely what? no absolutely not straight up dipped out part of that Chappelle skit were like
1: what about people who say you're only interested in the middle east for oil What?
0: huh oil <laughs> who said something about oil bitch you cooking? and they fucking dip out of the fucking white house room or whatever it was the press conference room in the white house i don't recall seeing that one to be honest you should
1: well that spells bad news for australia but i just don't think that the united states is in any place to kind of militarily be worrying about what's going on over there right now that's just my opinion and i'm nobody so trend seems to be that Australia is under threat. Once again, I don't think that... I guess I just don't think that we need to be getting ourselves wrapped up in Japan, Taiwan, or Australia's or the Philippines' defense. It's just my opinion.
0: I would agree.
1: We need to kind of just focus on getting things sort of settled in here. Take care of ourselves in the United States.
0: Right. Take care of our own. Stop focusing on imports. Right. Right. But anyway, so this has been a little update for August. If you uh, liked what you heard, please like and share. Follow us, Spotify, Audible, whatever you're listening to us on, just follow us. Follow us on Twitter, too. That would do us a a good solid. At Iowa Talk Guys. Yep, at Iowa Talk Guys. If you want to get a hold of us individually, I'm tp at iowatalkguys.com. link's in the description. Or you can get a hold of Theo at Theo at IowaTalkGuys.com. Theo at
1: IowaTalkGuys.com.
0: So, thanks for listening to us, guys. Like and share with your friends. Subscribe, follow, all that fun stuff. You know what to do. Iowa Talk Guys out. Out.